Welcome to Wanna Be Apostle podcast where we wanna be apostles, but instead we just talk about it. My name is Jackson Moser and I'm the host and I'm joined by my wonderful co-host today, Israel Alfaro. Good day, everyone. And Elijah Guzman. How you doing, beloved? And we are so honored today to be joined by a guest host with us today, mm. Pastor Kevin Miller from Awaken Church. How are you today, sir? Dude, so good. good. Glad to be here. Very good, very good, very good. So listeners, um, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, we love your support. We love the encouragement that we're already getting on on Instagram, that we're getting um, on Facebook, and, and the questions that you guys are leaving, the comments that you guys are leaving, um, the follow back and the engagement that we're getting out of you guys is so encouraging to us as we try to bring to the table relevant conversations that we want followers of Jesus to be having. Having, um, so that we can step into culture, we can be light and life and truth, and 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 not only be good people, um, not only leave the world better uh, than when we found it, but 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 bring the message of hope that is only found in Jesus Christ awesome. to the people that desperately need it. So, as we do on every episode, we want to give a shout out to a special follower. So, Izzy, who is that today? So, the follower today is Christopher Brooks, Mister Brooks, Brooks. Uh, seventy six on Instagram. All right. Uh, actually, I had the pleasure to serve in Vicenza, Italy okay, with him. Okay, very cool. Uh, he transitioned out of the army. Now he is uh, in El Paso area. Okay. And he works with, uh, uh, he's a Christian, but yeah. he does like motivational speaking and okay. encouraging. Very good. And uh, he's doing a great job out he's there. He's out. He's out of the Yes, he's okay. out of the Got army it. now. Got it. But uh, Christopher Brooks, this is your shout out. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank Continue you so much, to do what you do. Yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. Absolutely. So we have uh, Kevin on the podcast today to talk about something that, that I consider really, really important. Um, but before we, before we jump into the content for today, uh, do you just want to kind of give us a little overview of your life, your journey, sure. how you got to Clarksville, your upbringing, that kind of stuff? Yeah, yeah, I'd love to. Um, that's a lot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> tell us everything. Everything. Um, all of it. In five right. minutes. <laughs> well, when I was zero years old... Um, I I uh, I grew up in the church, yeah, and uh, was was like I like I meet plenty of people in the South mm-hmm. around church life all the time. Okay, uh, living a very double life mm-hmm. for most of my teenage years mm-hmm. with my girlfriend, uh, doing stuff we shouldn't have been doing. We knew it. There's a lot of shame, mm-hmm. and I just couldn't get out of it for mm-hmm. for a while. When I was 16. We start up a youth group at our church. I was appointed the one to speak, uh, which was funny because I had no no training yeah. whatsoever, yeah. no idea what I was doing. Did that for a, a, a couple years um, when I was in high school as, as a senior. Mm-hmm. I was uh, I was nominated, elected to be the high school or the uh, the president of our Bible club. So okay. same thing. I was teaching and planning events and overseeing volunteers, and I had no idea what I was doing. And wanted to give up, mm-hmm. and uh, were you still when you when you got that call? Overlapping, still, okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So when I was sixteen, mm-hmm. teaching weekly, overseeing volunteers, planning events, yeah. and then eighteen, teaching weekly, additionally planning mm-hmm. events, overseeing mm-hmm. volunteers. Wow. I wanted to quit. I was frustrated. Thankfully, God would periodically send people into my life sure. that would encourage me to keep yeah. me going. And uh, you know, I often relate it back to the story of Joseph mm-hmm. because Joseph in the middle of everything that he was struggling through, mm-hmm. had no idea what God was using yeah, those seasons good. to good. prepare him for. Yeah. Wow. yeah. And just look at what I do now. Mm-hmm. I teach weekly and mm-hmm. I oversee yeah. volunteers yeah, and awesome. I plan events. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So like God knew what he was doing. He was setting me up. Absolutely. Um even in my struggle, uh God was God was gracious. Mm. 
um, there was a whole process of me being exposed in sin and mm. humbled mm. and humiliated. It was the best thing that could have ever happened. Wow. Yeah. Changed my life. God really got a hold of me. Even after I'd been teaching the Bible, yeah, right. God really got a hold of me when I was 18. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so that really put me kind of on a path for ministry. Okay. Right out of high school, I, there was a, I, I used to go to a church called Calvary Chapel mm-hmm. in Albuquerque. And um, they have a one-year intensive Bible study program called School of Ministry. Okay. So instead of going to advertising design school right out of high school, I right. decided to go to ministry school, mm-hmm. and it was amazing. Yeah. I started teaching middle schoolers, and uh, eventually, about a year later, got hired. There's the youth pastor, right. one of the biggest churches in the, in the state. So I had about... Well, you were teaching the middle schoolers at Calvary Chapel yeah. there now? Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. 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 So I had about... 400 middle schoolers wow. and then a whole group of leaders and uh, it, it was it was quite the task yeah. but I loved it. So my wife and I we got married uh, right before I got hired there. My wife and I loved that. We spent a, about five and a half years there. Okay, and then about three years into that, really felt a stirring to move on to something new. Okay. We didn't know where. We didn't know exactly what that looked like. Mm-hmm. That's a whole story of yeah, itself right. of <laughs> right. how I got here yeah. to Clarksville yeah. and how God led us to plant a church. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you want to chat about that too, but uh, that that was uh, that was quite the journey to get all the yeah, way out here. Yeah. So now I'm 1,200 miles away from where I grew up, right. and I love it. Mm-hmm. And everything's different out here. And but you got I, a family. Yep, yep. So my wife and I have been married for 15 years awesome. this upcoming November. We've got three kids. Uh, our oldest two are girls, 11 and 8, and awesome. our son just turned four. Very wow. cool. Very cool. Very cool. So I do want to lean in a little bit to your journey and how you got out here and how what happened during your journey has affected what you as the lead pastor of Awakened Church are doing here because I'm assuming that a lot of a lot of the 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 leaning into God the the trying to listen to the voice and discern the voice of God happened through prayer yeah and the that's kind of where I want to go with with today's mm-hmm. podcast so you want to talk about what prayer is how how prayer has affected your life and then today what prayer looks like for you as you're leading your church yeah sure uh, prayer has always been a key, the key component, mm-hmm. I would say, that unlocks the direction that God wants us to go. That's awesome. That's a good definition. Um, we, we um, like I mentioned, about three years into running the youth group, mm-hmm. really felt, I don't know, I, I can't describe it any other way than a stirring sure. of like, yeah. we love it here, but this isn't mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. There's something new, yeah. you know? So we just started praying, my wife and I, regularly. What, what does that look like? What, did you have a sense of discontentment at all? I mean, I wouldn't even, even call it discontent. Okay. okay. It, was, um, it was interesting because when I was hired as a youth pastor, I remember telling the students on my first Sunday, I can still remember saying this, uh, I, t- I told them, this is what I've always dreamed of. Wow. This is not a stepping stone to something different. Wow. If it's up to me, mm-hmm. this will be this will be the last job Sweet. I ever t- wow. take. Wow! Like I Powerful. loved it. I okay. loved it. Okay. But then, even with that, and I had other job opportunities, mm-hmm. other churches around the the city actually mm-hmm. tried to hire me out from yeah. out. That was kind of shady. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there were other opportunities within our church that they tried, you know, move up to the high school ministry or the college ministry, right. and I just loved those middle schoolers. Yeah. We loved it, and. Yeah. But so three and a half years in, we it was like I don't I wouldn't even call it discontent because that has kind of a negative connotation. Mm-hmm, yeah. We didn't want to leave, mm-hmm. but we just knew we were probably mm-hmm. going to leave. Something was calling. Something yeah. was calling. What, right. Okay. So part of my story, and we've actually shared a little bit of this 
in, in previous episodes, yeah. but a part of my story is, is I was working in, in the business office at the university that I graduated from. We had an amazing small group, like the small group that, that all the other small groups say they want to be like. That was the small group that we lived life together. We shared each other's burdens. We helped each other move. We helped each other do all of these different things. We went out together all yeah. the time, like, you know, just all these different things is what we did. Um, and it was amazing. And then God said, but I need you to go. Yeah. And there was, when we started feeling that stirring, I can remember the place that we felt it when, when God has, like Sarah and I, at, at the same time, without having any previous conversation, was like, like God's telling, God's getting ready to do something in our lives. Right. And we had this kind of holy discontentment for where we were because we were like, we've got this, we've got this really, really good thing, but for some reason, like, like there, there, we think there's more. Mm-hmm. We think there's more. And Elijah, I know you've in, in your service with the military how you you were you were raised with this sense of service, and yeah. you felt God calling you into service, and mm-hmm. you thought that was the military. Yeah. And then, if you want to share, just kind of reshare that. Yeah, that, I I thought that it was the the military saying, "Hey, this is where I need to serve." Right. But then things started happening where my body started failing. Yeah. Right. And because of my body started failing, mm-hmm. I had to go to. God, right, yeah. Lord, what's happening? Mm-hmm. I thought wow. this is what I needed to be. This mm-hmm. is, I know, in my mind, I was going to go for the highest ranking right. position, right? But he, he humbled my, he humbled me, yeah. And then me and my wife just prayed mm-hmm. prayer, mm-hmm. and then God opened a door where He's like, "No, all that you've been suppressing, all the things that's been coming up to you, yeah. like this is where you need to be." Yeah. And then in that moment, I just knew, yeah, I have to. Yeah. serve in the in his kingdom in the Lord's right. army. and in yeah. the Lord's army. Yeah, that's right. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, so Kevin, you felt this stirring, and and you started talking about it with your wife, and yeah. and then and then what? Yeah. So, uh, one of the wild parts of, of the story at that point is as we just started praying, really with no direction. Mm-hmm. God, why do we feel this way? Mm-hmm. What are we supposed mm-hmm. to do? Mm-hmm. Um, this lady who was on staff at our church, her kid, what her son was in our youth group, and um, she called me up. In my office, she asked if she could swing by, and she said, Kevin, this is going to sound so crazy, but my husband and I have been praying for you guys for a while, and we feel so burdened to support you financially for something Wow! that we feel like if we don't, we would be disobedient. Man, wow. And I was like, well, you better hand over that cash, <laughs> yeah, right? What's right. Up? <laughs> <laughs> I got dinner plans tonight. Yeah, right, right, no, right. But, but I just was like, what, what could that even be for or yeah. about? Yeah. And so I remember taking that. So she hands me, she slides across my desk an envelope with uh-huh. $500 cash. Wow. I was like, what do I even do with this? So I take, I took it home to my wife. Uh-huh. I think we did go to dinner. And then we put all the rest in savings. That's awesome. That's awesome. And so it was that that w- we were like, okay, clearly mm, that mm. feeling of stirring, mm-hmm. God's going to do something. Yes. But what is it? It's so okay. yeah. we still had no clear direction. Right. But that, that, that kind of alerted us to the fact, okay, God's doing something yeah. here. Yeah. So that actually went on almost until we moved yeah. for two years. Wow. Once every month, every couple months, she'd, hey, are you in your office? Let me just swing by. $400, wow. $500, wow. $300. It was wild. Yeah, that's crazy. And what we didn't realize until later mm-hmm. was that God was funding our move mm. across the United oh States. Wow. Look at that. Look at that. And so um, we had a few thousand dollars then from this family yeah. in our savings account, just like sitting there. What do we do with all of this money? Right. And so when it came time for us to load up our family in a moving truck and sell our house and sell our car, and my wife's six months pregnant and oh we have gosh. a two a two year old, how are we going to do it? Yeah. Well, 
God's already provided. Wow. wow, let's do it. Wow. So wow. that's an exception to the rule. God doesn't always do that. Right? Yeah. But that was a very <laughs> clear sign from the Lord that I'm behind this. I'm yeah. funding it. Yeah. You got to get going. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So, so we'll kind of fast forward through some things. You plan a church here in Clarksville, yep. yeah, called Awaken Church. Awaken Church, and then did, and then something happened that kind of threw threw a wrench in the plans. Yeah, right. Yeah. What was that? Yeah. So eight, eight months into our uh, the church starting, we started September two thousand ten nine September two thousand nine May two thousand ten. Mm-hmm. The river here in Clarksville flooded. Mm-hmm. Um, we're on Riverside Drive. It turned into River Drive, is river what we always drive. say. Oh yeah. And uh, the whole River District, 144 businesses were wiped out. Oh my goodness. And our little eight, eight-month-old church was one of those. Yeah. So we had 25 people who yeah. were attending at the time. Yeah. Anything that was like two or three feet uh, from the ground was lost and drowned. Just speakers floating, oh chairs gosh. floating. Everything wow. was destroyed. Wow. So I... We saw the news, and I um, basically parked my truck on a railroad mm-hmm. uh, uh, that ran above the church right. and um, walked down walked down the, the hillside and waded through our parking lot, wow. knee-deep, muddy river water standing in our tiny little 1,200-square-foot space where wow. I preached two days prior. My goodness. And I just broke down in tears. Yeah. Mm. And yet, you know, back to prayer, mm-hmm. one of the original prayers that we prayed was, God, if you're telling us to go plant a church, we have to know that this is your thing right. and not just our crazy idea. Yeah, yeah. Because I, what I told God, because I know myself well, mm-hmm. if I get out there mm-hmm. and it sucks, mm-hmm. <laughs> can I say that here? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. hard. Yeah. Um, if I get out there and and there's going to be a temptation for me to give up right. if I think that it's my idea, yeah. but if it's yours, yeah. I can keep going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and so... I'm standing in knee-deep, muddy river water in our sanctuary. We mm-hmm. lost everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm crying. Mm-hmm. My, I just moved my whole family across the United States, and I'm working three jobs mm-hmm. right now. What am I supposed to do? Yeah. And it was in that moment I felt like the Lord just told me, Kevin, this has never been your church. Wow. Oh, this my. has always been my church. I've got it. Wow. So wow. he had, and he, yeah. and he has. Yeah. He's, he's real, yeah. rebuilt us yeah. from there. And so then, so then I'm, I'm sure there was a lot of... A lot of um, Obviously, recovery, but also spiritual recovery that yeah. you guys had to walk through as a, as a faith community through through that process. And now here we are, nine years later. Yeah, nine yep. years later, and God's got you praying for something again. Yeah, yeah. As a church, right, as right. A, and, and so, tell us about that. Yeah, it was certainly a big recovery process, um, uh, and, and we don't have time to walk through all of that. But mm-hmm. it's been amazing how God's used that. Yeah. And transformed that story. Uh-huh. Um, just a few years after that, not only do we remodel and move back in and outgrow it and mm-hmm. move across the parking lot to another of, of the buildings, mm-hmm. but eventually, just a couple of years later, we bought the whole shopping center. Yeah. So it's amazing awesome. that now we own the place that we once lost everything oh, in. Yeah. You know? yeah. Come on. So there's, the, there's a sermon in there. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. so many. <laughs> um, the, the sermon that I preached right after the flood Yeah was uh, from Joshua chapter 3 about the nation of Israel marching through the flooding Mm -hmm, Jordan mm -hmm, that God dried mm -hmm. up to prepare the way for the promised Mm -hmm. land. And so now we're believing for that that God has led us to this next portion of our promised land here in Clarksville. It's an abandoned 90,000 square foot Kmart building that is 
out of our price range and a bit out of our league. Uh-huh. And yet it's so clear that God has led us there yeah. that we're doing everything within our power mm-hmm. to move in that mm-hmm. direction mm-hmm. and praying for it. I think that's how we connected. Yes, it is. It's it is. been wild how that has gone off on social media. Yeah. And I run into people from other churches around Clarksville all the time who are like, hey, when do you get Kmart? We're yeah. praying for you. Yeah. And it yeah. blows my mind. Yeah. I love That's it. That's awesome. And, and what, I, what I think so inspiring is that you're not in your office praying. Right. Or you're not, like, you're not telling your people to just like, before you go to bed, pray yeah. a minute for, uh, for whatever it is. Like, you guys are out praying for this place, circling right. it. Right, and, and right. Why would you do that? <laughs> oh, man. It's, uh, it's, it, it's, I think there's something so important about getting your hands on the miracle as yeah. much as you can. Yeah. Oh. That's awesome. You know, walking, walking around on the ground that you believe God's going to give you. Yeah. Um, mm. There's been lots of ground that we've walked over and prayed on for mm-hmm. years mm-hmm. that just nothing has ever come of it. Mm-hmm. And it just... I think turned out probably those were my ideas. Sure. Mm. This one is so clearly the Lord that mm-hmm. led us here mm-hmm. that um, when we found out, not only did we do we know God's God's leading us to this place, right. but when we found out there were a few other um, uh, buyers mm-hmm. that were trying to get it, mm. I told I, I told my wife we got to at least tell the staff. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been a process of like Nehemiah. Mm-hmm. Nehemiah had the vision from the Lord, mm-hmm. and he was careful and prayerful yeah. with who he shared the vision totally. with, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I was careful and prayerful. And then the day came where I was like, as I, as I was just praying, I, I just knew, okay, we got to at least tell the staff. Yeah. We met with the staff on a Tuesday, laid our hands on the building, mm-hmm. walked around it, prayed. Mm-hmm. And we took a couple weeks, just let's keep it sure. just the staff. Sure. And then when we found out there was somebody else trying to buy it, I, I just said, we got to let, we got to let everybody know and get as many people praying on this mm-hmm. as possible. Mm-hmm. So I shared the vision with our church mm-hmm. on a Sunday morning, my wife and I, for about 20 minutes, just talked from our hearts, mm-hmm. shared where we've come from, where we believe the Lord's leading yeah. us. And then I said, so today we're going to try something crazy. Yeah. I've never done something like this. I imagine you probably haven't either, but we're going to go into the Kmart parking lot yeah. and we're going to worship yeah. like yeah. we own it, yeah. oh even gosh. though we don't. That's awesome, man. So, we, so that's what we did. Yeah. And I had no idea if people were going to show sure. up. We just said six o'clock Sunday night. Let's do it. They right. had a couple hours notice. Yeah. So we're praying, God, please part the skies. Beautiful weather. Right. It's 39 <laughs> degrees. <laughs> oh my yes. gosh. 39 degrees yeah. blowing rain. Yeah. yeah. I was like, that's fine. We'll we'll go pray. It'll right. be me and 10 people. Right. I don't even care. Right. I get out there, 250 yeah. oh people. Oh There's moms in jogging strollers, yeah. kids who can't feel their fingers. Yeah. Yeah. And we're just walking and singing and praying. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. I, like nothing I've ever experienced. Why? Why? You've called it something. We've called it Jericho, right? Why? Right. Why? Well, so that is part of the story that led us there. Yeah. God gave us a verse in Joshua chapter yeah. four. So we've been viewing it as our Jericho. Right. Joshua four right. is this whole story of mm-hmm. God, uh, what God has done, mm-hmm. dried up the flood. Right. Also part of our story. Right. And uh, and and given them, he's giving them the promised land mm-hmm. so that everyone would know that the hand of the Lord is mighty. Yeah. And um, so from the start, what started us praying was this this verse, mm-hmm. Joshua four twenty three and twenty four. And so when we got there, we were like, okay, we're going to treat this like our Jericho. What yeah. they do at Jericho, yeah. they walked they around walk and around prayed, there. right? That's right. 
that's that's right. what we started doing. And right. I've been doing that every day since we since God led us there, February second. Wow. Every single day that I'm in town, mm-hmm. my family or just me, we mm-hmm. just drive around and pray. Mm-hmm. We walk around and pray. I'll take my kids and they'll yeah. bike around and pray. Yeah. Yeah. So every day we do that, and yeah. then we do it with our church right. as well. Right, that's awesome. Um, and so then where I kind of want to bring the conversation and, and begin our landing, where, yeah. we'll, where, where we will land the plane, is in a conversation on the power of persistence. Because again, this isn't something that you're, that you're praying for sporadically. Mm-hmm. It's not something that you're praying for every now and then. It's not something that you're like flippant about, but you, are, you and your church are very persistent in this prayer. Matthew 9, 36, through 38, Jesus says to pray earnestly Mm. for the harvest, to pray earnestly for the laborers. And that's something that you guys are doing as God has given you this vision. You're praying earnestly, you're praying persistently. Mm -hmm. So so for our listeners out there, for for those of us who who call ourselves followers of Jesus and and those of us who may not be there yet, what is is the power of persistence in prayer? How, How does that change the way that we interact with our friends? How does that change the way we interact with culture? How does that change the way we do church? Yeah, yeah, great question. And I like the way that you posed the question because that's, I think that's the key. Oftentimes we, I think we approach prayer like we're going to, we're going to pray and change the circumstances Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that can, God will use it in that way. Mm -hmm. But prayer changes me. Mm -hmm. That's what I find. Mm -hmm. Right. And so when you ask the question, like how does prayer change how we interact or Mm -hmm. how we do ministry or Mm -hmm. whatever, that's, that's the key. Prayer is more so about me. God preparing me mm-hmm. for him answering that mm-hmm. prayer. Wow. Mm-hmm. And um, and so I, I've just found mm-hmm. that is Man, the thing so that, that keeps me circling every day. Yeah. There are some times when I'm circling that I'm just like filled with faith, yeah. singing elevation, yeah. right. do it again, come on. <laughs> and then there are other days where I'm like, God, I got to know that you're still in this. Yes. Everybody Man. thinks I'm crazy. I'm yeah. hearing yeah. from this guy and this guy that right. it's impossible. Yeah. Should I even be walking right now, right. you know? Right. So it, it changes me. Mm-hmm. And so... I don't, I don't know how long it's going to take. Somebody asked, actually recently asked me, they said, um, so you say you're going to pray every day. Mm-hmm. Every, you're going you're gonna to laugh at every day. So he was like, I don't want to be discouraging here, but like, what if it takes like 10 years? Yeah. And I was like, well, I guess I'll be praying for 10 years yeah. every day. And right. I looked at him, I was like, I guess that'd be about 3,650 days well right. used, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and so for us, it's just... Um, Prayer is the thing. Mm-hmm. Like we could try all of the social connections yes. and get the right thank realtor you. and thank the, you. Right, thank all of that. You. Thank you. But like prayer is the thing yeah. that that I think we so easily overlook right. and leave right. out. Right. Yeah. Because one of the things that I said to these guys is, as we were just kind of coming up with how we wanted to structure the conversation for today, one of the questions that I thought about asking was, why prayer and not going to big money? Why prayer and yeah. not trying to find mm. the wealthiest people in Clarksville mm. who you can go and make a strategic partnership with yeah. and say, can you give me this much money? Like, why prayer? What is it about prayer? And I think that's just it. And, and I think a part of it is that there's no prayer that we lift up that God doesn't hear. Right, yeah. right. And and there is work that's being done in our hearts and in the lives of everybody else that's preparing us by those prayers mm-hmm. for what God's getting ready to do. One one thing that I didn't mention early on this year, um, as I was praying for what God would have for our church in 2018, as I was reading through the Bible, I got to Nehemiah chapter 6, mm-hmm. and uh, Nehemiah 6.16 says that they built the walls mm-hmm. so that when the enemy looked on, they could see that they did it with the help of their God. Mm-hmm. And I've read the Man. story of Nehemiah so many times. I've taught through the book. I sure. love that book. But that one just like jumped off the page yeah. to me. 
And I, I felt like the Lord was telling me, Kevin, that's your prayer for mm. 2018. I want you to pray that whatever I'm going to do, yeah. I'm going to do it in a way where everyone knows that I did it. Yes. yes. So yes. that's what we started praying. And yeah. we just, that's really where we want to keep it. Like, right. there's nothing wrong. Um, you know, we need resources to reach people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We need wealthy people yes. to yes. invest yes. Yes. and use, channel those funds yeah. into ministry, yeah. reaching people. So there's nothing wrong about that. Yeah. But I think when we bypass prayer mm-hmm. and we go toward mm-hmm. donation, mm-hmm. that's that's where you lose it, yeah. you know? Yeah. So we just want to always honor that. And and ultimately, I believe that it's that power of prayer that will lead to some of those other big donations right. that we may yeah. need. Yeah. But if it only comes from that and I haven't been praying, I feel like it kind of takes away the miraculous yes, come on. of it, come you know? On, so that And we want to do it so that everyone knows that we did it with the help of our God, yeah, the miraculous. That's so good. That's so good. It this conversation has been incredible. What you were saying, Pastor, is oh my gosh, <laughs> breathe. You know, my mind has yeah, been take, blown. Take breathe, a breath. Which is, but it, when you say that you're going to God in prayer, when you say that you are uh, relying on Him, when you're making Him the the one that at the end of the day, when when Kmart. You know, you guys sign that paperwork. Yep. He gets the glory. Right. Mm. So you can't say, "Oh, I, Kevin Miller." Right. You know, I yeah. I was able to network. I was able to connect mm, with right. all these people. No. Right. At the end of the day, it's God. You are the one who made this work out. Yeah, right. You're the one who yeah. gave it to so us. Good. And now, for your glory, we're going to use it. Yeah. And glorify. And, and that's that's another reason that it's not that I avoid going to people Mm -hmm. to make strategic partnerships. Mm -hmm. I honestly don't have a lot of those people. So (laughs) it's not that I'm really like trying to avoid it. It's, it's just more so of like, if we go the the giving campaign route or the whatever, there could be a tendency for us to take the credit for it. And if God's told me pray so that I get the glory, Mm -hmm. then I'm just, I I keep telling God, okay, you told me to pray Nehemiah 616. Yeah. And if everybody's going to be able to see that we did it with your help, right. it's going to have to happen in a way that we can't explain it any right. other way. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. And so in that case, I'm not even, I tell God this all the time, I'm not even asking you to tell me how you're going to do it. That's right. Oh, I'm go. just asking you, there would you go. tell me what my next step yep. in right. this is? Yeah. Yeah. And then do it. Yeah. Yeah. Follow through on yeah. it. Yeah. And, and, and let God, let God do what, what God has planned for for that, for for you guys, for right. church, man, yeah. so good. Elijah, you got anything else? No, I'm good, man. I'm Is just he? blown away. Yeah. I'm good. Good. Yeah. Kevin, where can people find you on social media? Yeah, so uh, personally, I'm on uh, Instagram, Twitter at uh, Kev Mill, K V M I L L. I see you right up, I'm right. right up there on the board. Right. That's right. Um, and then our church at uh, Awaken Church. Awesome. Um, oh, and also on Facebook. If you go to uh, Facebook.com, Kevin Miller Social mm-hmm. is my mm-hmm. is my oh, Facebook. Awesome. And to, to close out this podcast on prayer specifically, how can how can our listeners be praying for you guys at Awaken yeah. Church? Um, I, when people ask me that, I just ask, would you pray that God would continue to give us? his vision Mm -hmm. and help us um, to obey whatever the next step is that he's calling us to. You don't need all 17 steps of what's going to happen. Uh, I would love the next one. (laughs) Yeah, I just need that that next one, man. Awesome. Very good. (laughs) Well, listeners, thank you for tuning into another episode of Wannabe Apostles, where we want to be apostles, but instead we just talk about it. I hope today's episode was edifying to you guys. I hope you got something out of it. I hope you're encouraged Mm -hmm. um, by Kevin Miller's um, path and journey that has been saturated in prayer and what God um, has done and what God is doing and what 
God will continue to do in the lives of those, are, those who are faithful and will um, humble themselves and surrender to his will for what he's got for his kingdom here on earth as it is in heaven. We love you guys. Thank you so much for your support, your engagement. Uh, comment on this post. Uh, comment, DM us on Facebook or Instagram, however you want to do that, uh, so that we can continue the conversation because it goes way beyond this podcast um, for us, to, for us to, um, to partner with God, to partner with each other for his kingdom. We love you guys. Peace. Beloved.